Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about upcoming events, this podcast, and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. Well, welcome to the show. I have been waiting for this moment to be with these girls. And all of you that are joining us are going to love the conversation. We've already had such good conversation and sharing and really just celebrating what we've seen the Lord do in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it has been a testimony of faith for the two families that are represented here at this table. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited for these ladies to get to share with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and their families to you as we begin. So we have Reba Russell, um, mom of Mallory, who you are all familiar with, but there are so many awesome people uh, in your family and in your circle. So tell us a little bit about your, your gang. Well, of course, Mallory and Spencer are incredible son in love, and then Jennifer and Jake, our oldest daughter, and uh, Jake is our other son in love. And then we have three grandchildren, baby June and John and James. So John and James are our sons of thunder. Yes. And so, yes, we just, um, I love that's it. our incredible family. I want to have you back on sometime just to talk about your son in law, Jake, and mm-hmm how he really was a part of your family even before he was oh your gosh, son-in-law. That's an incredible story. I yes. mean, the way that the Lord Miracle. orchestrates family that, yeah. you know, is by choice. Uh-huh. And I love that. So yes. I really want to bring you back on to talk about yeah. that, too. I'd love to. Um, and then we have Lana Spencer, which y'all all know Tommy and Lana. And I love your family and all that you guys represent. So tell us about your gang, too. Uh, Yes, Tommy and I have been married 31 years this past year. He's a family pastor at the church at Bushland, and um, we just could not love it more. Um, Our oldest daughter, Paige, and her husband, Josh, are in the Middle East um, living, and our daughter, JC, and her husband, Anthony, live in Kansas City, and they have given us the most incredible treasure, which is a granddaughter, Kyle. Yes! So, um, <laughs> we just, yeah, the whole grand grandparent world is, it's everything and more that they say. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Everything yes. is in vivid color oh all God. of a sudden. Yes. That's right. Yes. So good. And our precious Mia, um, born in China, and she's 15. It's hard to believe. Um, and she is just our little, she's our joy bomb. Mm-hmm. So her, her special needs and disabilities do not extinguish her joy at all. So oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. Well, we've been talking on the show about approaching 2024 a little differently. Mm-hmm. And instead of bracing yourself for the next wave mm-hmm. and reacting to culture um, or even the spirit realm, mm-hmm. we want to be proactive. Yes. And I felt like at the beginning of 2024, when I was just seeking the Lord about this year, I was saying, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about this. I need you to help me with this. And in my spirit, I could almost see the Lord like, 
you want to go somewhere? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I do. Sign me up. (laughs) I want to go anywhere. And I feel like the Lord was like, we can choose Mm -hmm. to stay right here and huddle up and wait for the next wave. Mm -hmm. Or we can lace up those shoes a piece Mm -hmm. and stand up and move. And I can't promise you that there aren't still going to be issues and ups and downs, but we can view this as an adventure and we can end up in a different place than we are today. So that's where we're taking the show. We've also talked about the importance of keeping our eyes focused on Jesus and developing our spiritual muscles. So the month of February, we're talking about faith and we're looking at the circumstances of family or culture and how we don't just lament those things. We don't lose faith and hope and just Mm -hmm. sort of sink down in them. But how do we respond Mm -hmm. from a posture of faith? Mm -hmm. And so you guys are here because I'm assuming, even though your families are wonderful, Mm -hmm. they're not perfect. Mm -hmm. Your lives aren't easy. And you are in a battle just like the rest of us are. Mm -hmm. So how is it that we wield that shield of faith? And I want to read us Ephesians 6. I'm going to read verses 10 to 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. And then that verse goes on to tell us that faith is our shield against the attacks of the enemy. So in my understanding, we would not need armor, but that we are in a battle. Mm-hmm. And so I want us to talk about how it is that you, as uh, the one of the leaders in your home, as a mom and a grandma and a leader in the community, how is it that you posture yourself to approach your life from a position of faith? So the first question I asked you girls was, would you share a time that you've had to stand in faith for your family? You know, I want to say first that I think the whole just concept of what you're talking about, um, it stems on us repositioning our perspective, mm-hmm. that our perspective um, that we understand where we where we come from, mm-hmm. like what we're made of. Yeah, Christianity was birthed in an oppressive governmental system and an oppressive religious system. Yeah, like it was born in incredible controversy, incredible adversity. You know, yes, and mm-hmm. so we are made from people who thrive. But even more than that, we serve and love and are loved by a victorious mm-hmm. he's a victorious warrior amen and that's all we need to know mm-hmm. so the world 
we don't we don't know the future. We don't know what's going to happen with our families, our you know, our kids, our country, but we know like our faith can be firmly rooted when our eyes are on Jesus. Yeah. And that's the perspective shift. Yeah. Is that I'm not you know, that passage, the the spiritual warfare part is such a small part of it. Um, the bulk of that whole passage focuses on the weapons we have. Yeah. Like the armor we've been given. Yeah. And when the day comes, we're going to stand. Yeah. Like this is our promise. Yeah. And this is what we're made from and made for. Yes. So if we can step into that, things look a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know when we were talking before, um, it was hard to pick a, a story. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, we've had to do this so many yeah. times. Um, and I'm so thankful because Jesus has led us in every single way. Um, but one of the, one of the, the situations that really stood out to me was JC was, um, going to Johannesburg, our family, you know, our girls have traveled the world. One lives overseas. So we're used to the whole flight tracker, you know, not knowing where they're going to be. The thing says they're landing. You know, we're used to all of that. But this one I'm watching a little bit more closely because JC is traveling alone mm-hmm. um, to one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Mm-hmm. And she's getting ready to meet up with a group, and then they'll go on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching the flight tracker. I know what time she's going to land. She's supposed to be, you know, she's going to text me or whatever. Um, so I'm watching this pretty closely, you know. I'm not going to worry because my eyes are on Jesus. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm right, you know, I'm, I'm here. Um, and all of a sudden, um, the flight the, the little tracker just completely disappears. The plane falls off of the screen. And I'm like, huh? huh? Okay. No, you know, okay, it's a glitch. Don't panic. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Pull it up again. The plane is nowhere to be found. It hasn't shown, you know, on those flight trackers, it'll show if it's landed, it's in the air, it's departed or whatever. All of a sudden, nothing. The plane is gone from the screen. It will not let me pull it up. There's no information. I'm not a panicker, but I start. Uh-huh. I'm I'm panicking. Yeah. Um. I call the airlines. I call the airport in Johannesburg. They don't know. They don't mm-hmm. know what's happened to this plane. They don't show it landing yet either. Like so now I am in complete panic mode. Um. I'm sitting there alone in the dark. And my world is swirling and crashing and thoughts and emotions and I can't breathe and like, mm-hmm. you know, full on panic attack. And all of a sudden the Lord just, it was like he pulled my face in and said, Lana, you cannot hear me through this swirl of chaos and fear. I need you to look at me mm-hmm. and I need you to pray from faith and not fear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, it is close. And he is like, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I need you to pray from faith and not fear. Mm-hmm. And that set a trajectory for me where it became like a gauge for me afterwards of like, okay, I'm in a situation. Am I praying from faith and not fear? 
Mm-hmm. Like, am I praying? Am I praying from fear right now? And so it became this quick gauge for me where I realized I was like, okay, I did not know. I didn't know where my daughter was. I did not know if she was safe. I, all of the thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, um, those imaginations. But the one thing I did know in that moment was that Jesus was with me and he was with my daughter. Mm-hmm. That was my certainty. Yeah. yeah. That's faith. That's right. That's so that That's was a good. that was a transforming moment for me that I I'm not in control here. Mm-hmm. And worry is not my friend. It right. doesn't help me. The enemy tries to convince us that we have to worry. We have to control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of become our identity as moms. This mm-hmm. is just who we are. Mm-hmm. This is just how God made us. And it's a lie. Yeah. Um, when I stand in faith, I don't need to worry. I don't need to control because I am certain of the one that's listening to me. I'm certain mm-hmm. of him. I heard someone recently say, the grace of God is sufficient for real situations, mm. not vain imaginations. Mm. That's good. I'm like, mm-hmm, that is right. Yeah. And you have to, yeah. though, Mallory and I, in a previous episode, we're talking mm-hmm. about there comes a moment where it is up to you yes. whether you will choose mm-hmm. to lift your eyes and posture yourself from a mm-hmm. position of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. good. Yeah, that's good. Reba, did you have something? Um, well, I just, um, I was like Lana. There was so many different stories. I mean, Mallory and Spencer going to Iraq. I mean, that was a faith that walk was a big for one. us parents. <laughs> I mean, we were warring the whole time and trusting the Lord and standing in faith. And when, the moment Lana said stand, <clears throat> that's the key. Mm. Stand. Yeah. You don't move. Yeah. You don't move. Yeah. And, um, but two, I'm going to just kind of keep it short on this one, but two of the, the, um, specific stories that come to mind is when Mallory went to UT and I knew in my heart, she did not belong there. Mm -hmm. I knew this was not the college, the university for her. Mm-hmm. It's not that we didn't want our kids out and going to school or anything like that, but there was something in my spirit that I knew this was not for her. Mm-hmm. Jennifer went to Texas A&M. Yeah. And Whoop, we had, that's probably, we had peace about yeah. that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm off, baby. Sorry, yeah. Mal. Yeah. No, 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 but seriously, she, um, <clears throat> but there was, she was determined. Mm-hmm. This is where she was going. This is what she wanted to do. And we were like, okay, we did all the research. Mm -hmm. I went out there and did the parent orientation thing. I walked through the campus and I was just like, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. This isn't right. Um, We drove away and it was probably one of the hardest times when they were younger like that to leave her and to know she did not belong there in mm-hmm. my spirit. Mm-hmm. And, but God said, I want you to trust me. Yeah. I need to show her. Yeah. She needs to see this for herself. Yeah. And so through that first semester, let me tell you, I stood in faith, knowing that 
what we have taught our daughters, knowing what we've taught Mallory, that she was not going to waver in her faith. Mm -hmm. And if she did not do that, she actually went to a college ministry uh, event there and walked out because they were drinking at this (sighs) ministry. So I was so proud of her Mm -hmm. for the stand that she took. But she was very isolated there. Mm -hmm. And um, by the time she came home for Christmas, we were praying. I was praying with her one night in the middle of the night. And she says, Mom, I don't want to go back. And I said, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) And so we couldn't get there fast enough and pack her up and get her home. Yeah. And But it was like, stand. The word of God says, therefore, brethren, stand, be immovable. Yeah. That is what faith is, is being immovable. And then for Jennifer, oh my gosh, God protected her from, she dodged a bullet from marrying the wrong man. We had the church, we had the dress, and we didn't even know the man that well. (laughs) He was at A&M, in a college ministry. She was convinced she was going to marry this guy. We'd not met him even yet. Oh. And then they got engaged before she even got home. Oh. Well, this is a whole different scenario. Oh, yeah. It was another It was another position of faith. Sometimes God says, you wait and you trust. Yeah. Sometimes God says, you act. Oh, yeah. And That's you right. move. And you speak out. Yeah. And so it's knowing when to speak out. That's right. And I had... My my Mimi was my mentor at that time. She's gone home to be with the Lord. But it took her, too, of her and I and Ernie. Ernie didn't have peace about it. But when this guy came and spent a week with us, there was red flags over and over and over. And it was like, God, he's a believer. He's this. He's that. What's going on here? Well, later on, we we discovered what was wrong there. Mm -hmm. And... um, but me and Mimi went to war on the phone. And uh, mm. Mimi said, you got to talk to Jennifer. Sometimes it's good to get that godly counsel, too. Yes, absolutely. Because as a mom, when you're in the middle of it, I encourage you to find somebody that is days ahead of you yeah. in the Lord, like mm-hmm. my Mimi was. That's right. And I was like, I do. I got to talk to her. Yeah. So she'd gone back to uh, A&M. And um, we had a conversation on the phone. And I said, Jennifer are you in love with this guy? And I did, I'm not going to say his name, but um, she said, well, mom, you don't have to be in love as long as he's a believer. And I was like, oh, dear God. (laughs) Oh, I can say (laughs) that. This is my moment. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Get out now. Yeah. You know, and, but we had this conversation and she began I asked one question. She began to weep and wail on the phone. She says, but mom, we have the dress. We have the church. I said, honey, all of those are temporary. This is your life. This is your future. And I can say as parents, Ernie and I award for our daughter's purity and uh, for their husband, their future husbands. I mean, from the get-go, from little on, we award for them. And we saw the fruit of our labor the day that they walked down those aisles and they took the hand of Jake and Spencer. And so we saw the fruit of that. And I mean, so that's what it takes to stand in faith. Sometimes it's to fight and sometimes it's you got to let God show them. That doesn't mean you're not fighting. You're fighting on your knees. You don't give up. You don't quit. That's right. Well, I think that 
leads right to the next question, but one of the things that I want us to talk about is finding people to stand with us like your Mimi. Yes. Because, you know, we say at Hope Choice all the time, shield to shield, which is my faith and your faith. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I might need to come in behind your shield Mm -hmm. so that I can catch my breath and steady my feet and and regain my stance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have to have people like that in our life that in moments like that, we need Mm -hmm. even Lana talking about, you know, you need to be able to say, I'm in a panic Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be, will you stand with me? Mm -hmm. So can you give some direction to women who would say, I don't have that. Mm -hmm. I don't have anybody that will stand with me in faith. Mm -hmm. What would you, what counsel would you give them on what to do if they feel Mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say look first in the circles that God's already put you in, whether it's your church, Bible study, mom's groups, um, you know, things like that. Look, look there and don't don't discount the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I for years um, found myself trying to connect with people who were not trying to connect with me Mm -hmm. and in the process missed friendships um, miss possible friendships that were trying to connect with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now being able to see, gosh, there's some people in my life and and people that, you know, we've moved several times, so we don't talk all the time. But man, they're they're some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And when we need when I need prayer backup, when I need some I need I need some prayer support here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I call them, mm-hmm. you know, and they do the same for me. And some of those were unexpected friendships and, you know, happened school volleyball teams or, you know, whatever. I would say look there first. And, of mm-hmm. course, here in this community, you know, you guys do such a great job having Bible studies, whether it's mother-daughter Bible mm-hmm. studies or doing yeah. your Feast of the Lord and, and stuff like that. So find out about these groups and and go, but don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. ask someone, be the one to ask someone, hey, would you like to go get coffee? Would you like to come over to my house or or whatever? And but don't don't take it personal right. if they don't call back immediately. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal. They may be going through something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Them calling back has nothing to do with you. Right. Or it could be that the Lord is wanting to protect you, you know, from from a friendship or or from a connection or whatever. We've we've seen the Lord do that in both of our lives and you know, my husband and I's lives and in our girls' lives. Mm-hmm. But but I would I mean I would say in two just Ask Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he wants us mm-hmm. to be in community. Yeah. It's it's the body. We're called the body for a reason. Yeah. You know, and like ask Jesus to bring along those mothers. And you may not see eye to eye on everything. Right. But when you're connecting at a heart level and you're connecting through Jesus, one of my most powerful and treasured prayer partners was a Presbyterian elder. And we did not see eye to eye on a lot of things like, you know, denominationally and stuff like that. At the at first I was like, I don't even know what 
you know, what's Presbyterian belief? belief? I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> and I, but it, our connection was Jesus. Yeah. And that literally was an answered prayer. I was, I was praying, God, I need a prayer. I need somebody to pray with. Mm-hmm. I need a mama to, yeah. to pray with me, yeah. you know, and I wasn't finding that in the walls of my church at the time. Mm-hmm. And I meet this woman in Walmart, you know, and it just, it was just the sweetest. We had heard of each other. Oh, this is who you are. Da, da, da. And it's still one of my most treasured friendships today. Mm-hmm. And so ask the Lord, mm-hmm. like he knows, he knows why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get caught up on the, oh, you know, like I, I remember when we realized we had voted for different presidents. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, but I still really like you. Yeah. And I still need your prayer. I still need your prayers. Oh, yeah. I still want, I want, I want community with you. Yeah. You know? And so that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Because we needed, our, our faith was more important. Yeah. You know, and what what we could love and serve each other mm-hmm. um, in prayer was more important. So mm-hmm. um, ask the Lord, yeah. like seriously, ask Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, Wayne has pretty much covered a lot of that as far as just you've got to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. ask. Mm-hmm. But first of all, ask Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mm-hmm. um, I would encourage women to seek out women that are going hard after the Lord mm-hmm. like you are. Yeah. Make sure they're like-minded mm-hmm. because I've been in circumstances and situations of friendships that I tried to practically drag them along yeah. and it winded up being not a good situation right. because bad company corrupts good character. Right. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that they're bad, especially if they're, you know, if they're a believer, but if they're dragging along and if their 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 perspective is just negative all the time, I, I just encourage you, and it might be just a handful, it may be one person. Mm-hmm. Right now I can count on one hand mm-hmm. my true friends mm-hmm. that sharpen me. It's iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. That's right. It's mm-hmm. that shield to shield like Hope Choice talks about. Mm-hmm. And it really is women that and I want to just say to the older women, um, mm-hmm. because of what Mimi gave to me, mm-hmm. God has showed me, my Elijah has left. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be Elijah to other women? Mm-hmm. And uh, because I'm, I'm not an old lady, but I've gotten older. And so, but um, I'm in the ministry, but mm-hmm. I'm Mama Reba. Yeah. And there is a group of mothers, women, that they know that they can call me at any time. Mm-hmm. And they, I have, I feel like the Lord has said, I want you to give away what Mimi gave away to you. Yeah. And right. so I get to be Mama Reba to some of these women mm-hmm. and mentor them. Mm-hmm. So I encourage older women yeah. that you step up to the plate and you start looking for some of these women and you're going hard after yeah. God yeah. and you, you start stepping up to the plate too. That's right. And I encourage Please. other yeah. younger women to be okay with, it might be an older mentor yeah. and some of those are the best because oh. they have more time for you. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's, that's good. Yeah, I agree. And I even think, and we, we joke about this a lot around here, but 
I'm not, I don't, I don't like to be called nice mm-hmm. or sweet. Mm-hmm. I want to be kind, mm-hmm. but nice and, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, uh, I don't know the word I'm trying, I'm just going to pass that. But but what I'm trying to say, yeah, 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 I got something for you. Yes, but I want somebody that will be in the trench with me, and that's not who I'm probably going to call to go have lunch or tea with. Yeah, yeah. And even like right here at this table, Mm -hmm. both of you, I would call you my friends. Mm -hmm. I don't get to see you often. I don't get near enough time with either one of you, but Mm -hmm. both of you. Yeah. When I have been in a trench, yeah. I have said, I need you, Lana, yeah. and you, Reba, to pray about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I don't need somebody else to go to coffee with. Right. I need somebody to fight with. Yes. yes. And yeah. I don't want just somebody yes. that's, you know, sitting next to me in my Bible study. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that I've seen you yeah. encounter mm-hmm. spiritual yeah. warfare and mm-hmm. you're effective. Mm-hmm. And so I. Yes, we want relationships, and if you don't have that and you have a need where you need someone to stand with you, call us. Mm. Today, we will stand with you because it is a battle. Yeah, it is a battle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add to that. Add to it. Because a while back, I I was in the kitchen just, sometimes God will just, say these random short phrases to me mm-hmm. while I'm just doing random stuff. And mm-hmm. I heard him say, I'm not nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I better, I better, I better go to the word. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing research. There is not one time in the word of God mm-hmm. that has the word nice. nice. That's mm-hmm. cosmetic Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it requires no action on our part. Yeah. And it validates Everything out there that should not be validated. Yep. And um, God is kind. It's yes. his loving mm-hmm. kindness that leads us to repentance. That's right. So I want someone who will call me up mm-hmm. and call out what the enemy might be speaking to me about mm-hmm. right now. That's right. And there's a difference. Yeah. But we can be kind about it. Yeah. But we need people that will sharpen us like that. And yeah. And I have those friends too. Oh, yeah. And that you will call me up. Yes, that's right. And it's mm-hmm. not calling you out. No, Condemning no, no. you or shaming Exposing. you. But no. it's, it's the enemy is lying to you. Here. Yes, that's right. But that's the difference between being... Being nice and trying to accommodate, God isn't going to accommodate our sin. No. He's not, that's not what we're supposed to do. That's right. So, and he's not confused. I, he's not confused about what sin is either. No. I bet you guys saw this, but I saw someone give a prophetic word that said she had a vision and in it she heard a lullaby. And she said it wasn't a lullaby like you would sing to your child. It was an evil lullaby Mm -hmm. that is being sung by the enemy. It's Mm -hmm. really nice. Mm -hmm. But it is lulling us into this hopeless lethargy Mm -hmm. of, well, this is just the way it's going to be. And you are just, there is no um, gumption, grit, Mm -hmm. nothing. It is just this hopeless state of blob. I mean, you know, for lack of eloquent words, Mm -hmm. but I agree. I do not think nice is not where it's at. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're told though. Mm -hmm. If you're a good Christian, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. You just be meek and mild and quiet Mm -hmm. and nice. Well, that's not working for us. And we need women of faith like you who will stand and do Mm -hmm. something when told. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love that about Mm -hmm. you. So what does it look like daily to engage in spiritual warfare? Is this the question? No. Oh, no. It's the next one. Oh, so go for it. And now I, this really does, it goes back to, I get to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. years ago, I read a book called Practicing the Presence of God. Um, I had no idea how that was going to be so vital and transformative in my early years as a mama, mm-hmm. like being a mama to littles and babies where always sitting down with my word and my journal and my coffee, which I didn't drink coffee at the time, but those, you know, yeah. that wasn't always feasible. It right. just was, it wasn't always going to happen. Right. Um, and so learning to be fully aware, mm-hmm. fully aware of Jesus's presence at all times, yeah. mm-hmm. all throughout my day, yes. where I began talking to him out loud because I'm not having conversations in my head. I am having a real conversation with a person who loves me very much mm-hmm. and is fully invested in my day. Right. And I'm I'm bringing, instead of trying to sneak away and get a, a worship time, you know, away from my kids or trying to, you know, try to fix a quiet time in between a nap time that I don't know how long it's going to last and you know, all the yes. things. Um, I'm inviting my kids into that worship moment and I am living out. I'm literally walking out Colossians 3.23, doing everything as if doing it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so whether I'm scrubbing toilets or I'm wiping spit off, you know, spit yes. up off of my self and my child for the 10th time today, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, washing dishes, I am I am engaged and aware of the presence of Jesus, and so sometimes that translates into marching throughout my house, yeah. you know, and grabbing on to, you know, really standing in faith for somebody else, for somebody in my family, for a situation. Um, but spiritual warfare gets heavy. Warfare feels mm-hmm. very, very heavy. I know, like right at this moment. We have some friends. I mean, right before we started this podcast, we have some friends that are going through some just really dark, hard things. And that feels very heavy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or you're, you've got things that you're praying for and you're not seeing anything budge in that area, whether it's a friend's battle or, you know, a daughter's battle, something in the world. I'm, you know, so I'm here. I'm with Jesus. But, you know, Jesus, would you please help them in human trafficking and slavery and, you know, all the gender misidentity, like all of these things. And pretty, I'm here, I'm with Jesus, but my eyes are over here. Yeah. Because I have a, I have a tendency to begin to focus on the battle. I'm focused on the situation or the lies or whatever, and my eyes are not on Jesus. Yeah. And so I've just learned in that full awareness of walking with him all day long, Mm -hmm. talking out loud to him, because like I said, it is a real relationship. Mm -hmm. It is not, Mm -hmm. 
it's not a formula. It's not a habit. It's not a lifestyle. It mm-hmm. is a relationship. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in relationship with my husband. Marriage is not my lifestyle. It is a relationship. It is yeah. a covenant. Yeah. It's the same with Jesus. Yeah. And so doing that, but knowing like sometimes in the midst, I think that's why we get worn out. It's why our our shields fall down. It's mm-hmm. why it's why we just get to that place where we're like, it's too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we yeah. start looking at all of the battles and mm-hmm. all of the lies and and everything, and it's like I said at the beginning, it's we've got to change our perspective and know what we're made from, mm-hmm. who we come from. Mm-hmm. We come from a long line of warriors and martyrs and people who their lives were not easy. Mm-mm. They mm-hmm. suffered, but yeah. they suffered well. Yeah. And they suffered standing in their faith. And when that day came, they stood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be when that day comes, whatever, when that day is right now, mm-hmm. a text from a friend, mm-hmm. when that day is a call from my daughter, mm-hmm. when that day, it, whatever it is, I want to know I'm not just in the presence of Jesus. I am looking at him. Yeah. I'm looking at him. Yeah. Because He's giving me my marching orders. Mm-hmm. He's my intercessor. The Holy Spirit's my intercessor. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at him, he's telling me, this is what you pray right now. Yeah. This is what you speak. This is my word to declare right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. And he does it. Yeah. And that is, that's what it looks like mm-hmm. for me on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like what you were talking about before with faith being a muscle all of these disciplines, you know, that was another book. What, um, what was it? Oh, Richard Foster, 12, something of spiritual disciplines or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Hated that book. Uh-huh. Hated that book. Was like, I'm not reading this. Um, and it was forced to. And even then I was like, I'm not reading this. And I was so convicted because, you know, in my mind, you know, I'm like, if it's a relationship and I'm in love, I shouldn't have to be disciplined about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, so naive. Yeah. <laughs> because marriage takes discipline. Yeah. Parenting takes discipline. Yeah. Standing in faith takes discipline. That's right. And it's worth it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's what I tell. It's what I tell mommies all the time. And I know, I know it's what you guys do too. Mm-hmm. That like, if there is a mama listening right now and she is ready to throw in the towel, on whatever it is, mm-hmm. and she is ready to, ju- like, it would be so much easier to hide my head in the sand. Like, Jesus, just come. Mm-hmm. Like, just come. And I am telling you, Mama, it is worth it. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. I, wherever the cameras are, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. worth it. He mm-hmm. is worth it. So yeah. just, Amen. I'm looking into the microphone like it's a camera. Yeah. <laughs> I just, please hear me. Please, Mama, yes. hear me say, mm-hmm. he is worth it. Mm-hmm. He's worth it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's, That's good. Awesome. Maddie, my daughter, told me that recently she was having some time with the Lord, and she mm-hmm. said, all of a sudden, the Lord showed me a picture of a battle. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was in 
tense and it was all around me and it was mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. And she said, physically, my heart's starting mm-hmm. to beat fat and yeah. I am terrified. Yeah. And she said, I'm looking over there and looking over there and Jesus is right in front of me. And mm-hmm. she said, wherever I tried to look, he would just move. Mm-hmm. And she said, finally, I lock eyes and the Lord is like, it's okay. And that's what it's all about. Yes. The battle isn't going anywhere. No. But we've got to learn mm-hmm. to lock yes. eyes with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it's his spirit in us that gives us the strength. Mm-hmm. So. And what comes with his presence, what comes with keeping our eyes on him? Yeah. His peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His certainty. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look mm-hmm. at Hebrews 11, yes. 1, you know, we know it as a faith chapter. But that first, we just skip over those that first verse. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, certain of things not seen. But if we look at those words, those are concrete, substantial words. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not fleeting. No. Evidence and substance. That's something mm-hmm. I can hold, feel. It's what a yeah. jury wants to hear. That's right. That is what faith is. Yeah. It's not a flutter. It's mm-hmm. not a wishy-washy you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing like you were talking before brief, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it is certain, firm. it is firm, it is foundational mm-hmm. and it's not going anywhere. He is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So my faith is not in our culture. It's not in schools or governments or churches or anything. My faith is in him. Yeah. And that's come from years of practicing the presence of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's that's a right. muscle. Yeah. Walks. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's you know. Right. That's right. So, mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Reba, how would you encourage women who are overwhelmed by battle? Mm-hmm. Well, um I wanted to share something today about that encouragement and it's more of a calling up than because I don't believe in coddling no we cannot coddle right now we cannot afford to coddle so there's different kinds of the word comfort in the Hebrew where he the Holy Spirit is our comforter yeah that means um to call alongside But it's also about calling women up to face life bravely and to keep going. Yes. That's what comfort is. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. I want to share a dream that God had um, given me a couple of years ago. Um, In the dream, I believe it was a prophetic dream. Mm I uh sent it to Lana right after I had the dream because Lana has such a strong gifting to interpret dreams. Mm-hmm. So I've sent her several and uh, I trust her with those uh, because I begin to seek the Lord on it. I have not been released to share that d- dream until now. Mm-hmm. And even though I feel like it's for the overall American church, mm-hmm. I believe it's for our women right now. Yes. And never, like never before, are women, the, let, me, let me just look at my notes real quick. Let me grab these real fast so I get, um, get on track. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that the Lord was showing me is that um, 
that our women have this weighty perspective that is needed more than ever before in our families, in our churches, in our influence of life, wherever that influence is, whatever influence you're in, whether you're in a ministry like we are, or whether you're uh, in a classroom teaching children, whatever, we need the perspective of women more than ever, the weighty perspective of women. And so in my dream, let me back up because a couple of years, um, it was a couple of years ago, but there were two months before that, before I had the dream, we noticed an owl, one of those great horned owls in our backyard. There Mm. was a guy giving us an estimate on some stuff in the yard and he was like, you got an owl up in your tree. And we're like, what? Mm. It was in broad daylight. Never seen an owl before uh, and never have again uh-huh. in our neighborhood. Uh-huh. But I watched that owl. Me and Ernie watched it. It was stunning. I didn't get a bad feeling about it. I know some people think it's like an evil omen kind of stuff, but never got a bad feeling about it. Uh-huh. And it was just perched in our tree all day long in broad daylight. And then all night long, Ernie and I went out there with a flashlight to see if he was still out there. He was still out there. I was like, God, what are you trying to say to me about Mm -hmm. this dream? So I'm going to share with you a little bit. And then two months later, I I didn't say, God, what are you trying to share with me about this dream? I was like, God, what are you trying to share with me about About this this owl? Then two months later, I have a dream Mm -hmm. about the same owl. Oh, wow. And so um, in my dream, I walked out in our backyard and on our patio, I noticed that same owl was on our patio, but it appeared dead, kind of like what you were talking about a while ago. It appeared dead. It was frozen upright. I got a broom to sweep it off the chair and it flinched. Hmm. But I thought it has to be near death. Then I noticed its wing had been literally glued to the cushion of the chair. It's why it was unable to fly. Mm. Still thinking the bird had no chance of life, I tried to yank it away from the cushion and it screeched. Mm. I realized the bird must be in shock, weak but fully alive. Mm. I felt like the Lord told me in order to keep from harming the bird, I needed to slowly separate its wing by pushing the cushion away from its wing instead of me push pulling the wing away from the cushion. Hmm. As I did, it separated without harming the owl and it hobbled to the edge of the chair. I tried to pet it and comfort it, but the bird didn't trust me enough to allow it. I knew it needed food and water and started brainstorming what to feed it. I knew the Lord was saying he needs to feed the owl from his hands. Hmm. And then I woke up. I sent the the dream to Lana. And this is what Lana came up with. She said the owl moved closer in, away from his his natural habitat, to a place more comfortable. Hmm. And got bound, frozen, to the comfort which almost killed him. God is gently removing the cushion because he only has good for the owl and knows he will be revived. It wasn't yours to feed the owl, but to help remove the cushion. The owl must not become tame and be fed by human hands, but be fed and watered. 
by the Lord himself. I believe that Al represents how the church has lost its power, stopped being watchful, and lost her discernment. Mm -hmm. I looked up the great horned owl, and it can crush a small mammal in its talons. They are the guardians of the night, the watchers. As sharp as their eyes are, their ears are keener. Owls can see in the dark. With night vision, they see the unseen. That which is hidden, they can distinguish their prey in virtually no light. Watching from their unsuspecting height, they silently strike to capture their prey before even someone knows what has happened. Mm -hmm. And then Lana goes on to say, yes, and they're adaptable to new environments, but his place was never on the chair and the cushion. His place was in the trees. The church abandoned its post for the allure of comfort that was never hers, and it froze her in place, almost killing her. As she allows the Lord to remove the comfort, she will revive and fly again, taking her place as the watchman. Hmm. As I prayed about this, I felt like the Lord was showing me that the Holy Spirit was deploying an army of women to take their position and their post again Hmm. as the watchman. I believe right now in this season, there is a watchman, an anointing that is coming. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's for the church, but women have an ability to have that keen discernment, but they have left it in the cushion. I believe the cushion represents a lot. The reason we're glued to the cushion is from the lies of the enemy. It's from the seductions of the world. And it's also from fear, paralyzing Mm -hmm. Fear. That's right. And God wants to break us loose from that and put us back in the treetops where mama bears belong. Yeah. Where we can have that keen, acute discernment to see in the darkness and through the darkness and distinguish between good and evil. That's right. You know, the thing of it is, is the enemy is out and he prowls to seeking whom he may devour. And our children are in that particular, um, what is the word that I want to say? They're the ones that are marked for attack more than anyone. That's right. And our children nowadays, right now, we are at war. Yeah. And yes, we know that we're battling flesh and blood, but there are conduits in the physical that are coming after our children. That's right. And our mamas have got to start taking a stand and saying, not on my watch. That's right. They're coming against our innocence. They're coming against um, their purity. They're Mm -hmm. trying to sexualize them at a young age and young boys and girls, teenagers, college age. Those are the ones that are marked for attack. Yeah. And we as parents have got to stand and take a stand. I believe, I I just feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, call the mamas up now. Yeah, I agree. Say your yes now to this. Yeah. I was reading the word and, and you know, Isaiah 60 says, deep darkness covers the earth. Mm -hmm. 
and gross darkness covers the people. Yeah. But we got to remember, but the glory of the Lord will arise over us. That's right. That is our promise. We are the light and the, the darkness cannot comprehend oh, or right. apprehend the light. That's right. We are the light. Yeah. We are to do business until God comes. That's right. There's not this escapism and hoping that God's going to hurry up. Yeah. No. What if... What if our children are going to suffer persecution right. like some of the, the persecuted church in yes. other countries? Well, yes. What if they are? Who's going to teach them? Who's going to equip them? We cannot pander our children anymore. Mm -mm. The way that we are watchmen for our older kids and our college kids is this. We educate, we equip, and we empower them of how they can fight, how they can recognize it. Teach them the discernment. But mamas, you've got to get that discernment back again. That's right. Um, Psalms 82 says true justice, and it's one through five. You can read that verse, but it says to to defend the defenseless, to liberate them from the grasp of the wicked. That's what we're called to do. Yeah. Um. There is a couple other scriptures that are so powerful. And one of them is Psalm 78, 9. You remember the sons of Ephraim? Yeah. What did they do? They ran in fear from the battle. But then there were the sons of, of Iskar. Yeah. And they had an understanding of the times mm. to know what to, they ought to do. That's, right. That's what the mama anointing the watchman anointing is mm. is to have an understanding of the times right now and the only way that we can do that is to work in partnership and conjunction with the word yes. of god yes and operate and declare what god says yeah we don't deny the difficulties and the chaos and the awful things that our children are facing right now yeah my goodness we have Satan has concocted a brew that we can't even, humankind can't even be identifiable yeah. because he's mocking, mm -hmm. he's mocking the image of God right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. But we declare the power of God against that. Amen. That's what we do. That's right. That is, I just have such passion over this. I, I know I'm talking a long time, but no. I just had such passion to share this for the mamas. Yeah. And I just had a sense there were mamas listening. Yes. That they're going to say, I'm in. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. going to do this. I'm going to let go of these cushions. Mm -hmm. And it's for the sake of the generation before us. Yeah. Because it says in Psalms 149, one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare mm -hmm. your mighty acts. That's right. So I just mm -hmm. call these mamas up. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. This yes. is for me. Yeah. This me is for too. us. Yeah. yeah. Get back in the treetop, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And let God, and you know, the thing of it is, is that that cushion is an illusion of safety. Yeah. Our safety is in Proverbs 18. The name of the Lord is a strong That's power right. and the righteous run to it and they are safe. Mm -hmm. That is our safety. The Lord, like you said, eyes on him. That's right. Eyes on on him, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, getting our marching orders every day of what he says. That's right. That's right. And even thinking of the owl in the trees, mm -hmm. the perspective. Yeah. That is, you can see yeah. when you are up here and yes. you are not 
eye to eye, yeah. but I'm up here. It's a different perspective, yes. and I can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we are in dark. Yes. So I think the perfect way for us to end today is for you to just write into the camera mm-hmm. to pray for every woman that is listening, and mm-hmm. this is resonating with us, yes. as we take our place mm-hmm. back in the tree with a different perspective, yes. understanding our calling and our place, mm-hmm. um, repenting for choosing comfort yes. over purpose, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but let's, That's let's good. assume the position and stand. So yes. if you would just pray for everybody that's listening, that would identify with that. Absolutely. Can I read this yes. real quick? Go yes. Ahead. It's exactly what you're, it's the word that is exactly what you're feeling. Um, that, that company of women, that mm-hmm. army of women, Psalm 68, 11, says God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power and the warring women of Zion wow. deliver its message. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's wow. literally a verse in Psalm 68, Psalm 68, verse 11, even in, mm. the, even in the updated NIV now, um, this was always to the women that were coming, there was going to be an mm-hmm. army of women rising. Mm-hmm. And I believe that time is now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. So we are, we are literally yep. agreeing with the word. So, God, we just declare right now over every woman. Thank you. Every man, even God, that is listening to this podcast right now, Jesus, we are declaring that you take your rightful position in the name of Jesus. We pray for that Joshua 1, 9 uh, courage. Mm -hmm. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear for the Lord is with you wherever you go. We declare Mm -hmm. this scripture, Lane. I think Mm -hmm. you just read it over them. The Lord announces the word. And the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. Yes. They're the warring women of Zion. We are the warring women of Zion. And we proclaim the message of the Lord. That's right. So right now, Mm -hmm. we we stand in conjunction with God's word right here. And we declare it. And we say, let it be so. And I just speak to the women. And Lord, I just pray that you just impart Mm -hmm. into their hearts right now. And that this would not be something that I'm saying, Candy's saying, or Lana's saying. Holy Spirit, we pray that there would just be a leap in their spirit that says, I've got to do this. Mm -hmm. It's for the sake of the generation that's Mm -hmm. following that I need to model this. So, Father God, I pray that women will begin to model this, Father God, for their children, and then their children will begin to follow, Father God. We declare that, we we just say, this generation is not going to be lost. Mm -hmm. It isn't lost Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And we declare, God, that the women of God are going to go to the treetops, and they're going to take their position in the high tower of Jesus and Jesus alone. This is our answer. Mm -hmm. I pray that they would... They would repent, God. They would repent of the cushions, whatever the cushion looks like for you. I just encourage you to repent of that Mm -hmm. and to step out, step out and dare to be unpopular. Dare to be the one that looks like the oddball. And God, I just pray that you would bring other women around 
other women yes. right yes. now in Jesus' name. Mm. Shield to shield, we mm. claim it in Jesus' name. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Well, ladies, we I can't thank you enough for tuning in. And I want you to know that this is what it's all about. You're stronger than you think you are. Yes. The Lord has given you precious and great promises. Yes. He has called you into a divine nature yeah. and you can stand in faith. And you're called to do that for your family and for everyone that you have influence over. So I want you to be encouraged. I want you to feel comforted. But just like Miss Reba was saying, we want to call you to a higher place, yeah. back into your position, uh, watching over mm-hmm. your families, yes. guarding and protecting your own heart, but being productive and effective in your faith. Mm-hmm. So join us next time. We're going to continue this journey, building up those faith muscles. We'll see you then. Well, welcome to the Ministry Spotlight today. We have some exciting upcoming events for you to consider. Yes, we do. We do. First off, we have our Brave Hearts Retreat coming up March 22nd through 24th. So that is going to take place at High Plains Retreat Center. That's going to be for dads and sons. Yes. Um, if, if, though, if you've got a son and maybe you don't have a dad in their life or something like that, we have male mentors that would love to come alongside them and still allow them to participate in an incredible weekend away. They do ropes courses. They go out hiking. They do stuff outside. They spend time in the Word of God. And really the purpose and the focus is to to teach them and train them and equip them to become a man of God and really to really to speak into them, you are a man. And yeah. a lot of young men don't get that now. And so it's an incredible opportunity if you do have sons for you to take part in that. And we'd encourage you to do that. It's for 7th through 12th grade. And so... Go, you can learn a little bit more about that or sign up. That registration is open now and you can take play, You can do that at hopechoice.com slash mentoring. That's so, great. And it's something, you know, a lot of you moms have come to mother-son or mother-daughter events. And we've talked about, do we have dads and sons? Well, this is your chance, dads that's right. and sons. So come to Bravehearts. Yes. It is a great time. It's relationship building between the two of you, and you won't be disappointed. That's right. Sign up today. That's hopechoice.com slash mentoring. And then I want to invite you. This is one of my favorite events of the year. Every year, we do a retreat that centers around the seven Jewish feasts. And if you've never studied the Jewish feasts and how those are celebrated, this is mind-blowing. It really is, too. It is. It's amazing. It is the most incredible study I personally have ever done. And I think one of my favorite, one of my favorites that you do, it's incredible. Well, what you will see in this retreat is every one of these feasts 
points us to Jesus as the Messiah. And it will blow you away and it will strengthen your faith. We also can learn from the Jewish traditions. uh, Jesus was a Jew. He lived a Jewish upbringing. And when we understand that and the representation of those different traditions and customs that they celebrated, man, it is incredible. So don't miss your chance to come and learn about the Jewish feast. And it will be March the 17th. That's right. Uh, you can register today. Times, cost, all of that is on the website, candygibbs.com or hopechoice.com. That's right. Make sure you sign up. You do not want to miss that one. We would love to see you at Bravehearts or Feast Retreat, both coming up in March. So sign up today. You've been listening to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygibbs.com.